Hello and welcome to another episode of Chilling with Teddy G, where we discuss anything and absolutely everything with no sugar and no frosting. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, if you want some sugar in your coffee or some frosting on your cake, you need to turn to another channel because everything here is for intelligent people who like it raw, and that's the way we serve it up. And my name is uh, Ted Greer, and I'm your host on Chilling with Teddy G. So sit back and let me to your home for the next few minutes. I guarantee you to entertain you. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Chilling with Teddy G. Uh, today we'll be discussing uh, Tedro Amos, if I'm pronouncing his name correctly. He's the uh, manager slash director of the World Health Organization. And he is receiving some white supremacist backlash as being the one who's at fault for COVID-19, if you can believe that. Which we all know that it started in uh, Wuhan, uh, China. But in some instances, I might see where they may have... Uh, Uh, feelings of pointing the finger at a uh, melanated uh, uh, individual <clears throat> because that's what they do when it comes to uh, passing the buck and passing the blame. If there is a, uh, a black fall guy or black uh, fall woman who can, uh, they can uh, make or seem like they're the blame, uh, they're going to do that. And that's what we're faced with when it comes to him because they believe that he didn't give the uh, U.S. of A. the proper warning and notification that he could have in order to tim, uh, stem the tide of this uh, pandemic or even maybe preventing it from becoming a pandemic. But uh, me personally... Uh, I don't believe that. And in fact, I know that not to be true because there's a, a lot of factors involved when it comes to this uh, coronavirus. You've got people believe that the uh, coronavirus was started be to hide the uh, fact that the uh, uh, 5G network system that just came out is uh, causing people to uh, show similar type symptoms uh, of the coronavirus. Uh, they're not exactly identical, but in the uh, earlier and beginning stages of, uh, of each one of them, they're almost the same. They're almost identical, which is uh, respiratory ailments, including uh, the lungs. But anyway, we have this... Uh, 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 group of uh, white supremacists including but not limited to uh, uh, President 45 and I'm sure none of y'all are surprised about that but I have a news clip that I want to uh, share with you guys that I received uh, 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 earlier today And this uh, a news article will be able to shed some uh, light on uh, 
the reason why uh, these uh, people have decided to attack uh, uh, Tedro. Let's uh, uh, listen in and uh, see exactly what they're talking about. Diaspora News Channel. World Health Organization Director Dr. Tedros Adhanu is facing racism. It is hard to believe that someone in that position, in that director level, is facing this kind of racism. He's being mistreated. He's being called names. He's being singled out just because of the color of his skin. He has given a response for those racist comments. Watch the video and we'll come back. I can tell you personal attacks that has been going on for more than two, three months. Abuses. or racist comments, giving me names, black or negro. I'm proud of being black or bl proud of being negro because that negro is black, black is black. And I'm proud, I don't care to be honest. And thank you for asking that question. Maybe for the first time I would make this public even death threat. I don't give a damn. Good. Because it's personally targeted to me. Three months in the same situation. What makes me sad is, I said it last, last presser, when the whole black community was insulted, when Africa was insulted, then I don't tolerate. Then I say people are crossing the line. When it's personal, even desperate, I didn't care. I didn't even respond. When as community people start to insult us, that's enough. That's enough. That's enough, exactly. Go on. We cannot tolerate that. But since I don't have any inferiority complex when I am personally affected or attacked by racial slurs, I don't care because I am a very proud black person or Negro. I don't care being called even Negro. I am. I like the fact that he said he's a proud black man. Good for him. And funny enough, this attacks got worse after he made a speech about the French scientists talking about experimenting on Africans and he will never stand for it. Watch what he said and we'll come back. On the vaccines issue, uh, there was, um, I think, a comment last week from uh, some uh, couple of scientists uh, who said the testing ground for the new vaccines will be Africa. Uh, to be honest, I was so appalled and it was um, a time when I said when we needed solidarity, this kind of racist remarks actually would not help. It goes against the solidarity. Africa cannot and will not be a testing ground for any vaccine. So you see, after he made that comment, most people were outraged. So he was supposed to sit there, sit back and say, it is what it is. At least one of the good things about having our own in those kind of seats is we have a say. When something goes wrong, when somebody says something that is not supposed to be said or something is happening that is not supposed to be happening, 
we call it out. So the fact that he called it out made a lot of people angry. They were calling him names. They were saying lots of things about him. They were saying how he's incapable of running, running that organization. Okay, I believe that they were slow in declaring this as pandemic, which they didn't fast enough. If they were scared of China, if they had connections with China, whatever the reason is, the organization in general did not come through. If that's the issue, why aren't we blaming the whole organization and only singling out this one man, this one black man, and saying, take him out of the seat? What will happen if they take him out of the seat? They will put somebody back on and it will continue. China will still continue running the show. I don't understand why they just singled out this black man. And on top of that, instead of maybe criticizing how he acted or he should have acted fast enough, they came for the color of his skin. They came for his race and started attacking him based on that. Don't you have a better way of criticizing or making a point without bringing up race or attacking somebody because of their race? I found this totally ridiculous. And for once, African Union came out and supported Tedros Adhan, which we appreciate. Unity is key in this moment. So when we're supposed to be uniting to tackle this issue that we're facing globally, they choose to attack one single black man. So I'm happy African Union, along with President of South Africa, came out and supported him and said this is the time to unite. So we respect what they did. Thank you for uniting. At last, that's a good sign. Maybe these people just attacking us will bring us closer and help us unite, hopefully. And these racist attacks were unnecessary. Go for his character. Go and criticize the person, the organization. Don't single out a person and attack his race. We will not be accepting that in 2020 and going forward. Thank you guys for watching. I am Wangil Zalalem bringing you this report. We'll see you on the next. And she's exactly right. <clears throat> They're trying to attack uh, this director of the World Health Organization and try to blame him for uh, what's happening, which which I'm in agreement with her. Uh, uh, they were a little slow on uh, um, bringing it out the way that they should have, but that that you can't single uh, this one individual out through this whole organization, and to be uh, doing it so because uh, uh, he's uh, <clears throat> a melanated a melanated man, which is uh, the reason why. I strongly believe that uh, that's the reason why. Uh, and you have to uh, understand that um, singling out an individual for something that we know is not true to uh, put the blame on, on one particular individual, especially since this whole pandemic been going on. We've been watching everything uh not happening correctly through uh, President 45, through the CDC, through the World Health Organization. There's many uh, heads to be blamed. But my main concern is, at this point, I would think that we would be beyond uh, blame and be concentrating more on um, uh, a cure, uh, uh, some um, prevention um, um, strategies that need to be uh, going in place other than passing blame. But we all know why they're passing blame. You know, that's what they do. You know, when they want to get the uh, buck off their back. But uh, I was reading too here from the uh, World Health Organization about what uh, she was saying as far as uh, they want to try to use uh, Africa as a, uh, a testing ground. And... Uh, 
and I'm I'm totally against it, and I'm sure any melanated individual is also uh, against it as well, especially since that is the country with the least cases uh, of any uh, a country that's out here. Uh, they and 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 you got to realize in their in their rural areas uh couldn't stand uh, uh something like that because they've already limited on their uh medical supplies and and uh equipment and things of that nature to uh, uh fight such a pandemic but you know in my personal opinion, this is not a surprise to me for um, uh, to, to 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 pass the blame and to uh, want to use what what they consider the uh, unequal individuals, and what I mean by that, uh, unequal to them, and you know who them is. Uh, to uh, try to use uh, Africa as its testing ground. Every time something turns around, it, it, it's always uh, Africa. Africa got the, the, the most uh, resources. Go get it from them. Africa don't have the, uh, the modern technology that uh, uh, the United States and other countries like the United States have. So, uh, uh, test them, use them. It's ridiculous. And then you know, uh, 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 even the World Health uh, or World Health Organization. Excuse me. I think I'm starting just saying who. Uh, put out this statement saying, uh, "I want to take the moment to highlight Africa, where we are seeing the spread of the virus to rural areas." We are now seeing clusters of cases, uh, community spread in more than 16 countries. We, we um, anticipate several hardships for already overstretched uh, health systems, particularly in rural areas, which normally lack the resources of those in major cities. And that's exactly what I just got through telling you. So... It says here that uh, as uh, Dr. Mumbai, the uh, WHO regional director for Africa, said yesterday, this means countries need to localize the response by urgently stretching the existing public health and primary health care infrastructure in countries. The recent meetings of the G20 countries expressed strong support for Africa, which must be expedited even through even though the numbers in Africa are still um, relatively small, but they are escalating. So leave Africa alone. Don't go in there. They're, they're already overstretched with what's going on right now, even though they, the, uh, the spread that they're having isn't as uh, severe as uh, other major uh, uh, countries. Uh, suffering through and then they go on to say that uh, I know that some countries are already planning the transition out of state at home restrictions 
The World Health Organization wants to see restrictions lifted as much as anyone. At the same time, lifting restrictions too quickly could lead to a deadly uh, resurgency. And that's definitely uh, possible. The way down can be as dangerous as the way up if not managed properly. Who is working with uh, affected countries on strategies for gradually and safely easing restrictions? Important factors to consider are first, the transition is controlled. Second, the significant public health and medical services are available. Third, the outbreak risk is uh, special settings like long-term care facilities are minimized or the prevention measures are in place in workplaces such as schools and other places where it is essential for people, you know, to go. Fifth, the um, importation risk can be managed. Sixth, and I cannot overemphasize this point. The communities are fully aware and engaged in the transition. That means letting the people know, letting the community know, getting them involved, keeping them uh, uh, informed. Um, every single person has a role to play in ending of this pandemic. We are particularly concerned by the large numbers of infections reported among health workers. In some countries, there are reports of more than 10% of the health workers being infected. And this is alarming. They say that this is an alarming trend, and yes, it is. Uh, health workers are at risk. We're all at risk. Um, evidence from China, Italy, Singapore, Spain, and the United States is helping us to understand why this is happening and what uh, we can do about it. Um, it shows that some health workers are actually being infected outside the health care facility in their homes or in their communities. Within uh, these health facilities, common problems are the lack of uh, recognition of the COVID-19 on the lack of training or inexperience in dealing with respiratory um, pathogens. And this is uh, so true. Because you've got some people who just done left uh, their healthcare system because of uh, uh, of of the shortages of uh, equipment such as masks, gloves, aprons, and things like that, and uh, and and a lot of them just not tolerating and walking in off the job, and then they bringing in uh, inexperienced individuals to deal with something that. Uh, it's totally out of their uh, expertise. Um, however, the evidence also shows that uh, when health workers wear personal protective equipment uh, the right way, infections can be prevented. But how can you do that when a lot of them don't have it or they don't have a, a su sufficient apply and they're making these people wear these masks for uh, weeks at a time, wearing these uh, aprons at weeks at a time? You got to understand that they, they, they're coming in contact with people who have this uh, COVID-19 
So their equipment, once exposed, uh, needs to be gotten rid of and, and, and new uh, equipment needs to be uh, issued. And that's just not happening. Um, that makes it even more important that the healthcare workers are able to access the mask, gloves, gown, and the other PPEs they need to to do their job safely and efficiently. And to uh, to support other countries, uh, the World Health Organization has launched three tools to help managers and planners uh, calculate the health workers. Um, supplies and equipment that will be needed for the increase in the COVID-19 patients. And uh, th this does go on and on and on, but <clears throat> it's, there's no sense in reading the rest of it to you because it's, uh, it seems to be going over the same points that uh, we've been going over for the last uh, three weeks. <clears throat> but the reason my purpose for uh, letting you hear that is so that you can see that this is not the fault of one individual like these white supremacists are trying to blame uh, uh, um, the, the director on Tedro, I believe his name is Amos. So we, we're not surprised by this because this is a, a common occurrence in, uh, in our everyday activities before this uh, pandemic even arrived. But for them to be singling out an individual uh, during this uh, crisis, during this pandemic, uh, just goes to show uh, their mindset and where they are at when their focus should definitely be on uh, prevention and cure and a proper strategic plan to um, lower the restrictions when uh when it's possible when we see that there is a uh a decline in cases and um a spreading uh, of the pandemic but just but let me remind everybody right now globally y'all there is like nearly a million and a half confirmed cases of COVID 19. And out of that million and a half, so far, we have 92,000 deaths. So in y'all minds or whatever, whatnot, instead of being constantly concerned with that number and trying to decrease it or, or, or prevent it from getting any larger, y'all see fit to say, okay, well, let's start passing blame. Let's get, uh, let's get the, uh, the black man the cause of the problem when and i'm glad that uh, he's in there because he is able to help um melanated people in, in in some ways that uh we wouldn't be able to be helped if he, he wasn't in there at least he was able to tell them no i am not agreeing with this uh this testing that y'all want to do on the uh, african people and then they're saying they want to test vaccines to see if they want to work. Let's get some guinea pigs and let's test them and see um, uh, if this vaccine will work on them. And then if it don't work, what happens? These people are going to end up dying. And, and let's remember, uh, 
in order for you to test a vaccine, that person has to been contacted or test positive for the COVID-19. So sure, use Africans. Sure, use the black people. So out of all the thousands of uh, people that will uh, get infected and die from it, at least none of them are us. And you know who us is. And listen to this from the uh, Atlantic uh, uh, News. It says that uh, the most notorious example came in the form of a single tweet from the World Health Organization account on uh, January 14th. Preliminary investigation conducted by the Chinese authorities has found no clear evidence of human-to-human transmissions of the coronavirus. Now, that is in the very beginning of what was going on, and that came from China. And, and, and that's what China told the World Health Organization. Told them that, yes, it's out, but we don't see any human-to-human uh, transmission of the uh, disease. Well, we know that now not to be true. So not only did uh, China start this uh, uh, virus and, and this uh, pandemic, they tried to hide it for as long as they can, and they were feeding false information to the World Health Organization and to the CDC. So again, why are y'all trying to pass the buck? Now, anyway, I digress. As far as I'm concerned, ladies and gentlemen, I think that this uh, news story needed to re- to be reported. But as far as where we are in this stage of uh, of this pandemic, it doesn't concern me. But I thought maybe it may have concerned some of my uh, my listeners and the uh, world needed to uh, know. So, on that note, let me get my legals in before I forget. Under the Fair Use Act, uh, the copyright disclaimer of 1976 under Title 17, Section 107, allowances is made for the fair use of purposes such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarships, and research. Fair use is permitted by the copyright statute that may otherwise be infringing. Nonprofit, educational, or personal use tips the balance in favor of fair use. But with that, guys, I want y'all to continue to protect yourselves, continue to do your social distancing, and if you must go out, please make it for something that's uh, essential and important to uh, uh, keeping you into your home, such as you need to go out and uh, get your groceries, which I understand, or get your bottled water, which I understand, get your medications, understandable, and uh, 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 keep keep your uh, your leaving your home under those guidelines. Let's not be going out because we're tired of uh, being locked up in the house or the confinement is driving us crazy or whatever. Guys, you need to just uh, sit back and uh, um, deal with the situation and pray about the situation and uh, keep yourselves confined and away from uh, other contagious victims. Because as far as you know, guys, when you go out there, anybody and everybody could be 
uh, affected with this virus. And that's the way you need to treat it until we know for sure that uh, we have gotten control and of this virus and that we have received confirmation about that. We, we need to still treat this like everybody who you come out side and in contact with could potentially have this virus. That's how serious it is. And I want to keep my listeners. I want to keep uh, people safe until we uh, can get past this. I want to thank y'all so much for listening to another episode of uh, Chilling with Teddy G. Uh, I appreciate you letting me into your homes or your cars or your workplaces, wherever you may happen to be listening to me at. It's always a pleasure to come to you and uh, bring you this uh, news and uh, be able to entertain you for some part, for a few minutes of your day anyway. I hope that listening to me, uh, uh, that you've learned something, that you uh, uh, at least uh, was able to enjoy a few minutes of uh, your confinement until the restrictions are lifted. Um, I'm Teddy G, and you know that you have been listening to Chilling with Teddy G. Thanks so much. I appreciate you guys following me and supporting me. And I ask you to continue, please uh, uh, hit that follow button, uh, hit that support button and support this uh, program on a small uh, monthly basis. Um, you can give as much as a dollar or uh, or until your heart's content on a monthly basis. And we need these proceeds in order to continue the operation of chilling here with Teddy G. But until I see you guys again, I want each and every one of you to have a safe and a blessed day.